Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, and I am both happy and sad to say that Liam, you and I are about to record the last podcast of the week. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really nice. Um, today we're going to be reading, uh, sorry, Matthew 22, verses 34 through 46. Um, Liam, do you have this one in front of you? Um... I think I do. It was Matthew. Yeah, Matthew 22. Would you like to read this out loud for us? Sure. Okay, that'd be awesome. It's Matthew 22, verses 34 through 46. I'll give you a second to find it. Got it. Sweet. Go ahead whenever you're ready. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the... Sadducees. Sadducees. Yep. Um, the Pharisee. The Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question: "Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law?" Jesus replied, "Love your, love your Lord, your God, with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all with all your mind." And the law of the prophets, hang on, wait, sorry, I missed the last one. This is the first greatest commandment. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. All the, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Messiah? Who's, whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, how is, how is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Hmm. Thank you, Liam. So I know you're reading it at the same time you're hearing it, um, but is there anything in there that seems unclear to you? I don't think anything. I mean, when he said, the Lord said to my Lord, yep. sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. Yeah, what do you think that means? I actually have no, no clue. Great. Well, let's start right there. Okay. So Jesus is sitting around with the Pharisees, right? These are the teachers of the law. They know everything about their Bible. At that point, they didn't have a New Testament. It's just the Old Testament, right? The Torah. Yep. They know everything, right? And Jesus is having a conversation with them. And he says, what do you think of Messiah? Whose son is he? And they say, the son of David. Obviously, 
that's the Sunday school answer is that the Messiah <laughs> is going to be the son of David. And he says, how is it then that David by the spirit calls him Lord saying the Lord says, my Lord, what do you think Lord, if you call someone Lord, what do you think that means? Um, like, I guess it like gives me like a King vibe. Okay. So someone who's more important than you, right. Or who's yeah. older than you or yeah. Right. You probably wouldn't call your own son Lord, right? Correct. Like if, if your dad called you Lord, that'd be kind of weird, right? It would be weird. And today we wouldn't call people Lord. Probably the, the equivalent would probably be sir, right? Like, um, have you ever heard anyone call another person, sir? Yes. Excuse me, sir. If your dad called you, sir, that'd be kind of weird, right? If he always yeah. called you, sir, can you come here? No, sir is something you say to somebody who's older than you or who's more important than you, right? Yeah. So, uh, the Lord said to my sir, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. So, David calls the Messiah, sir. Then, do you think that person can also be David's son? Um... Do you think David would call his son, sir? No. No. Well, no. no. So what Jesus is trying to prove to the Pharisees is that he is God. Does that make sense? Because yeah. he's telling them, they all know that he's claiming to be the Messiah. And they think he's just a person. You know, and they think the Messiah is just another person. They don't think mm -hmm. the Messiah is going to be God. They think he's just going to be a king or something. And Jesus is saying, even King David called the Messiah Lord, right? He would never yeah. call his, his son, his offspring, his great, 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 great grandson. He would never call that person Lord. He would only call that person Lord if he was more important than David or, you know, was older than him. So anyway, mm -hmm. that's, that's Jesus making an argument that he's God in front of the Pharisees to prove to them that the scriptures reveal that the person who is the Messiah is also God, which I think is kind of cool. So I think that's what that, that part of the passage is about. Um, what do you like about this whole story? Um, it was kind of cool. Uh, and about how it was really funny how they were asking questions. And then after he asked that, them that question they didn't want to ask any more questions <laughs> they didn't want to not respond and be wrong uh-huh yeah so it was really funny yeah they're uh, um so the whole reason that the pharisees come together around jesus is because they heard that jesus made a fool out of the sadducees sadducees were another group of kind of teachers who believed slightly different things about the resurrection but Anyway, the Sadducees had been around Jesus and Jesus had stumped them. You know, no, none of the Sadducees wanted to talk to Jesus either because they realized that Jesus was too smart for him. So the Pharisees think, oh, we got him. We'll, we'll take on Jesus. We'll pin him down and we'll show him who's boss. We're smarter than Jesus. And they get to the, and they try to trap him, right? They ask him a question to try to test him. Which of the law is the greatest, you know? And um, they're trying to test, first of all, his knowledge of the Old Testament. But they're also, you know, trying to, to see 
if he not only knows the law but can interpret the law well because if he makes the wrong answer here it's um it's not going to be you know he'll he'll kind of flop you know embarrass himself but he makes a great um answer with the love your lord your god and love your neighbor as yourself and then after that the pharisees uh he, he asks the pharisees questions and the pharisees just they're just quiet mm -hmm. <laughs> embarrassed right yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of a cool part of the story i love that too that jesus kind of puts these people who think they're they think they're so smart and he kind of puts them in their place makes them realize they don't know everything do they yeah it's kind of cool. Yeah, I also found um, another part um, on my book on Matthew um, verse forty-four. It says where it says the Lord said to my Lord, "Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under my feet." And my book tells me that there's another one at Psalm one hundred ten, Psalm verse one hundred ten, where it says, "The Lord says to my Lord." sit under my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Huh. Yeah. That's the place he's, that's a, that's called a cross reference. So in, in the story, sometimes Jesus or other people in scripture talk about a different scripture. And so the people who put the Bible together, make a little note and say, this is what he's talking about. He's talking about this Psalm back here. Yep. That's another point where Jesus shows that he knows the Old Testament scriptures. He knows them backwards and forwards. He probably has most of it memorized. That's like <laughs> teachers of the law would have would have memorized most of, or if not all, of the Torah, which is amazing. Imagine memorizing the entire Old Testament. Do you think you could ever do that? No. <laughs> Please don't ask me. <laughs> but if we want to be like Jesus, I think it's a good thing to try to understand both the old testament and the new testament you know yeah is it sometimes hard to understand the old testament sometimes yeah yeah it can be hard to understand sometimes but jesus helps us understand it doesn't he mm -hmm. and here he's helping the pharisees and we trust that when we read the old testament and we think of jesus he helps us understand it which is kind of cool but in this passage we're also just brought back to that the you know that leviticus you know 19 passage love your neighbor as yourself and also love the lord your god those two things are connected um jesus says um in john 15 he says remain in me abide in me love me right yeah he says and you'll remain in me if you obey my commands and what do you think the command is that he has for them that night? When he says, here's my command, do you know what his command is? Um, no. He says, love one another. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So he says, I want, what I'm telling you is I want you to love me, God. I want you to love me by obeying my commands. And do you know what my commands are? Love each other. Isn't that cool? So That's when we cool. love each other, we're also loving god yeah that's what first john says too he says it says no one can see god but when we love each other his love is made complete in us isn't that neat so that's yeah. why those two commands are so connected because when we can't love god without loving people 
And we can't love people without loving God at the same time. Yeah. Cool. It is cool. And to bring in uh, that Psalm or was it the Psalm? Be holy as I am holy. That's um, which one was that in? Um, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to flip back here. Was that? Yeah. In Leviticus 19, be holy as I am holy. So part of the way that we're holy is that we love one another and we love God. We do it at the same time. Um, Liam, thank you so much for being on the podcast this week. It means a lot to yeah. me. And um, I'm sure that the people who are listening to this podcast are uh, thankful as well. Everyone who's listening to the podcast, thank you for joining this week. Um, I'm sure as we were reading passages, as Liam was saying things, um, as we are having conversations, you probably have thoughts of your own uh, about these scripture passages. Please send me an email with your own reflections, and I would love to find a way to include that in the podcast. But for now, go in peace. Go love your neighbor. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.